Okay, we are in Sefer Zechariah, Perik Yud, Pasuk Aleph, Shalu Mehashem, Motor Be'es Malkos. So we have seen in the last two prokim, Zechariah paints a beautiful, idyllic, pastoral picture of the end of days. Some say it's even by his Shani of Judah and Yisrael at total peace, the nations of the world flocking there in record numbers to join and be part of this spiritual revival where the Kodesh Baruch Hu assumes the centrality, the only creator in the universe. The borders will have to be expanded. It is a beautiful vision. And now the Navi continues with that bringing it down to an individual level. It will be a time of extraordinary favor and grace from the Kaddish Baruch Hu to the individual. So we pick up on Pasuk Aleph, Shalom Hashem Moto, ask the Kaddish Baruch Hu for rain. You're speaking to the individual farmer, remember it was an agricultural society where it all depended on the produce and the rain. Ask God for rain. Be'es Malkos. At the time of Malkos, you have to distinguish there are two kinds of, of rain. There's Yorah, which is the beginning of the rainy season, which is a fierce, tough, probably the most productive uh, form of rain. And at the end of the season, Malkos, it's a weaker, thinner rain, not necessarily associated with the growth of crops. If you went without Yorah, Malkos was a pretty daunting principle whether you would get enough rain. And here the Novi is saying, ask for it even in Malkos. Hashem Chazizim. The Kaddish Baruch Hu makes the rain. He is the one who creates the rain. Umatar Geshem Yitain Lahem, and he will give you all the rain you need. Laish Asev Basada. Very interesting. Three nouns. He will give it to the man, the grass, and the field. And for what that means, we should refer to a Gemara in Tanis. Test Amudbez. Let me read it to you. Reshlokish Savar, Reshlokish holds, Matar Bishvil Yochid. Rain is provided for an individual if it's only he alone who needs the rain. The other farmers have it, his neighbors have it. For some reason, he does not have it. To Omar Reshlokish, Minayin Lamatar Bishvil Yochid. How do I know that Matar? can fall for an individual dictative, and he takes my pasuk here. Shalu ma matar be'es malkos Hashem osech hazizim. Hashem forms the clouds, ask, and he will give matar geshem yitain lahem le'ish esef basadeh. He will give them downpours of rain for each man, grass, and in the field. Now Rishwakis breaks it down. You might think that God will send the rain if it's needed by everyone. Even if an individual person will need the rain, it will be sent. And here, 
if we continue Ela ish, and if you just said ish, you might think it'll happen to all his fields, all his agricultural holdings, Talmud Lomar Sadeh, that even if it's a single field, the Kaddish Baruch will fine-tune the rain that is necessary. Moreover, you might think, okay, He's going to provide it for the whole field, Talmud Lomar Asad. Grass. If it's necessary for one plant, the Kaddish Baruch Hu will provide. So you see, it's such a precisely calibrated form of divine providence. All you have to do is ask for it. And the Gemara also teaches us that from this we learn. You really should pray, man should pray for what he needs, for what's needed, what's a necessity. He should not go overboard with all extravagant needs, etc., all extravagant wishes. <coughs> pray for what you need and it will be answered. Now the Navi is going to go into a brief history lesson to the people who are now in Eretz Yisrael as to where their ancestors went wrong. And we've had this before. Says the Navi, Ki ha-trofim dibru oven. The trofim, the icons, the idols, that which you consulted, it could be astrologers. They spoke foolishness. It was meaningless. Dibru oven. The hakosmin, the diviners, those who went for the interpretation of dreams. Chosu sheker. It was lies. The Chalamos Hashav, and the interpretation of your dreams was in vain. It was meaningless. Yidabru Hevel Yenachmun. They comforted you with words of Hevel, of nonsense. Alkain Nosu Kemotzon. Therefore, they left the land like sheep. Yanu Kein Roeb, but sheep without a shepherd. What we're referring to, as we saw in Malachim and in the Nevi'im, that there were people, there were false prophets, there were diviners, there were astrologers who counseled the people, don't worry, you're fine. There's going to be no invasion, there's going to be no exile, you are doing fine worshipping the way you are, totally misleading the people. The end result, of course, was your ancestors were sent from the land and they were like shepherdless. Continues the Navi, I will take out my anger on these shepherds, quote, close quote, who misled you. And I will bring my anger on these uh, he goats, as it were, referring here to the Nevi'im states of Bavel and Asher. I remember my flock, Espace Yehuda, and I will make these downtrodden people like a proud horse of war. My anger will be against those who misled you. Hilly. Yes. In the subsequent history of the Jews, doesn't it seem at least that the anger is directed kind of indiscriminately against everybody, not against, not against the false prophets or the ones who, um, you know, maybe Misled, lead the people right. in the wrong direction. Right. In other words, yeah, 
you, you listen to them, you're going to be held collectively responsible. So, but, but he's saying here that he's going to, he's going to punish the ones who mislead you. Yes, uh, here he's, all right, and, and, but interestingly enough, the um, Radak says, well, why is he singling out as in Bavel and Assyria? Because they did the worst. They're being singled out. But yes, everybody is going to bear a responsibility. You listen to these guys. You paid them. You took no action. You didn't do anything to improve your relationship. But that is, again, stressing. That's in the past. It's going to be different now. It says the Kaddish Baruch Hu, Mimenu, now, from this downtrodden people, now are going to come Pina, the cornerstones, the kings, Mimenu, Yosei. From them will come the pegs on which they hang their society, specifically the Mephoshim say, the spiritual leaders. Mimenu, again from it, Keshes Milchama, the warriors, the people unaccustomed to battle, are going to be having leaders and military men. Well, that history is over. Mimenu Yetzei Kol No And from that, all the leaders will come forth from Israel. They will be like warriors putting their enemies, trampling their enemies into the mud. They will bring the battle to the enemy, because the Kodesh Baruch Hu is now with them. They will humiliate the mighty chariots and war machine of their enemies. I will strengthen the house of Judah. The Esbeis Yosef and the Beis Yosef, which would assume, of course, we say that the Asara Shratim, who we've never heard from, will be back. We saw the Radak say yesterday that there was a substantial element of 10 tribe members or former 10 tribe members who were exiled. They had moved to Judea, were exiled, and now are coming back. Why? Because I will return them. He rechamtim. I have compassion on them. And it will be, and this is a fascinating concept, it will be like I never punishment. I never punish them. I am the Lord their God and I will answer them. So what does that mean that it's as if I never punished them? It's as if I never rejected them. Radak says very interestingly that they will forget. It's as if they will forget the pain that they have gone through. Um, it will be some say like I never left them. It will be a mental state where they will, I never really left them. And the third concept, what it means that they will not remember, they will now understand that all of the suffering, all of the pain was part of a, a divine plan that they called as well. They will understand it. Uh, and it was part of it, but whatever it is, the theory is that B'nai Israel will be returned and will not even remember the pain. 
The Hayim Kegibar Ephraim, Ephraim will be like a mighty warrior. Ephraim that's so accustomed to being subjugated will be like a mighty warrior of the Somach Libam. His heart will be glad, and it will be as if he's been drunk with wine. Their children will see this and rejoice. Their heart will rejoice in the Kaddish Baruch Hu. Esrika, interesting metaphor, I will whistle <coughs> for them. Esrikolahem, to bring them back. It will bring them back. I will summon them by whistling from all the foreign lands that they have been. same. I will gather them, keep it decent, because I have redeemed them. The Ravu Kamo Ravu. They will multiply as they had been before. Uh, Rashi says, uh, like they were in Mitzrayim. They will reach the numbers they did in Egypt. Uh, that's what when I gather them together. And I had scattered them in lands and distant lands. They will remember their children in those lands. Even throughout the exile, Yizkaruni, they remembered me. And their children survived leaving in the Kaddish Baruch the Shavu, and now they will return. I will gather them from Egypt and from Ashur. And again, why those two are being singled out? Because they inflicted the worst damage. Um, moreover, <coughs> says Radak, they will be come back with treasures, with money, with sustenance. The Hashivosa Meeretz and Shamimeyashur, Bel Eretz Gilad, they will come to the land of Gilad. Gilad is a metaphor. Well, actually, it's more than a metaphor. Gilad is the territory on the east bank of the Jordan where Ruven, God, and Chassishevet, Menashe dwelt because of the beautiful shepherd's uh, territory, the uh, fecundity of the land for agricultural growth. Gilad could also be a metaphorical, inclusive name for all of Israel, as is Levanon. Levanon is a name for this Israel. Levanon can also mean the base Hamikdash. And I will return them to Gilad and Levanon, Aviyem, I will bring them the Lohimotzei Lohem. Um, they will never leave again. They will never have to leave. And now I will attack those nations through the water. I will control the oceans. I will make waves. It will destroy all the fortifications of the water. We're referring specifically here to Tyre, to Tzir, that built their fortifications on the water that were a maritime empire. They will be destroyed. The Hikabayam Galen, the waves will destroy them. The Vishu own Asher. I will bring down Asher, the Shavit and Sriam Yosser, and I will destroy the staff that Egypt leans on. Remember 
We've learned that the dependency of Egypt was the Nile. Without the Nile, they would be penniless. I will destroy the water sources. I will strike the water sources, be it the oceans or the rivers. And they will take their strength. I will create warriors and strengthen They will go in his way. Um, says the Kaddish Baruch so that they will have everything they need. They will have the individually calibrated prayers answered, as we've seen. They will have a society of mighty warriors. Their enemies will no longer be defeated. them, As we've seen yesterday, the, the former enemies will flock there, seeking the spiritual guidance under a universal system where God is recognized as God, Israel is recognized as the teachers of the world, and in Mirza Hashem, we will continue with this beautiful vision of Zechariah, 8.45 a.m. tomorrow. Don't miss it. You will want to be there. Ad Khan.